Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. Uh, we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness one 15 minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or checking them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com and the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, over the last few weeks, we've talked about the guys that are coming off of injury reserve. And so far, three for three in the last three weeks, as Julio Jones a couple weeks ago designated to return from IR uh, to practice leading up to the Jags game and then is, in fact, activated for said Jags game. Then last week, what do you know? Bud Dupree uh, activated uh, to return, designated to return off of IR to practice, uh, practices through the week, and then plays in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. And then yesterday, it's a short week. We'll find out how it's going to go. But A.J. Brown uh, was designated to return from IR to practice yesterday. We'll see if he can play on Thursday. But, man, how badly do they need A.J. Brown on this offensive lineup right now? Well, their offense is just a shell of themselves, and we'll go through some of the numbers here in a little bit. But, you know, A.J. Brown, and he tweeted out, I miss football, and I think football and the Tennessee Titans miss him mm-hmm. because he is that game changer. You know what? And and I didn't say this during the post-game show, and I think I should have because I thought about it. Okay. Fourth and six, the Titans are driving, trying to win that game in Pittsburgh, right? Right. But they don't have, and I I say this a lot because they haven't had them in a while, they don't have the horses to run the race. And that race, they needed fourth and six. They couldn't get the play. And you know what it eerily made me think of? A, A particular play from last season, third and 11 in Baltimore. They needed a play. And who rose to the occasion? A.J. Brown. Yeah. And he went from catching the ball four pass, four yards past the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. to jettison inning into the end zone, carrying tacklers on his back. That's something that the Titans don't have. And it doesn't matter if you're Ferkser, Swain, Pruitt, uh, Rogers, Nick Westbrook, Ikeen. They don't have that. No. And that's why they lost. I mean, there's many reasons why they lost, but on fourth and six, they were in the red area. They could have scored. They could have won 20 to 19, but they didn't have the players. So AJ Brown coming back, I think does something on top of Julio being out. Julio at least is a presence that you have to look at, game yeah. plan against, well, make sure. And, and at the end of that game, that defense, they didn't have to cue on a damn thing. Well, let's think about it. didn't have anybody. In in the first half uh, in Pittsburgh when Julio was out there, and I'll get to my two things that A.J. Brown fixes here in a second, but when Julio Jones was out there, what was available? Ferkser underneath, NWI underneath. They took a couple shots down the field. Then you had Foreman and Hilliard out of the backfield as running backs wide open. Like Ryan Tannehill had 100 of his 150 passing yards in the first half when Julio was out there just as that presence. And so I see a lot of people saying, well, AJ still leads the team in drops. 
AJ's a, G-Man says he's a shell of himself from what he was last year. Yeah, AJ's got injury issues. And, you know, it's a it's a concern that AJ Brown in year three has been this banged up that he has been. And we'll see how that impacts his contract negotiations in the offseason. Because the Titans are going to pay AJ Brown. But how much are they going to pay AJ Brown? And do injuries play a factor in those back and forth talks between he and the Titans front office? But here's the reality. They've got to have A.J. Brown. And, and I'm not going to go as far and say there's zero chance the Titans beat the Niners without A.J. Brown, but he significantly impacts their ability to win this game, the Dolphins game, the Texans game, and a playoff game if A.J. Brown is in there. And so here's what I think he does. I think A.J. helps two of the Titans' issues on offense. And one of them is not the turnovers, okay, because the turnovers are coming from everybody. Uh, with fumbles and interceptions and tip passes and wrong run, routes run that lead to interceptions. But A.J. Brown, in my opinion, fixes two of the Titans' offensive issues. One of them, explosive pass plays. We have not seen the ability for any yards after the catch. I don't know when the last time a Titans pass catcher has caught the ball and then like not a running back screen but caught the ball and explosively gained a first down with yards after the in, catch. NWI had a seam route, but he got caught against the Saints, I believe. And Do you remember that? It? Or that early in the year? No, you're right. You're right. Yes, NWI against the Saints had a 40-something yard catch, catch and run there. You're, no, you're exactly right. And they only got a field goal out of it. But it's been a long time since the Titans have been able to have a catch and run from a wide receiver or tight end. They've had a couple nice screen plays to Foreman or Hilliard. They've had some explosive run plays with Foreman and Hilliard, but nothing explosive in the past game. They've even had guys drop passes like NWI dropping that touchdown or, or the, the deep ball, excuse me, there. Swain dropped the touchdown too, right? Here's the second thing. Red zone touchdowns. This is where A.J. Brown, I think, helps the most because way too many times – there have been red zone field goals and the Titans are not going to be able to win the AFC South. If they have to win two of these next three games, they've got to score red zone touchdowns and AJ Brown, not necessarily this year, but AJ Brown over his career in his first two years has been able to score touchdowns in the red zone because of his physicality. And that's catching the ball contested with a guy draped all over him in the end zone, making acrobatic catches in the end zone, catching it at the six-yard line and bulldozing his way into the end zone. But my God, they need red zone touchdowns because the only time they've been able to score touchdowns is from one yard out with a Tannehill run, a Foreman run, and a Nick Westbrook-Akine screen slip and roll into the end zone, right? They've got to get more red zone touchdowns. And so for the past two weeks, Zach, I've been like, who is going to score touchdowns for the Titans today? And it's been Ryan Tannehill and Foreman once. AJ Brown's a guy who can who can score a touchdown when you need it in the red zone. Well, and they didn't even use Julio Jones when he was available in the red zone, which his makes one, no his sense. His one target, his one target uh, this past week was in the end zone on on I believe a uh, second down play. No, it was a first down play. I want to say, and then one he, one target yeah. for fifteen million dollars is ridiculous. No, right? Yes, and. So, uh, correction, that wasn't against the Saints. The Nick Westbrook, Akeem, was actually against the Houston Texans. That's right. 46-yard 40, reception. And you know what happened the very next snap, now that you remind me of that? The very next snap, 
interception targeted to Des Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he got like trigger happy. He was like, oh, okay, we can do this. And you're right, INT. So that kind of erased. On the goal line, on the goal line. The 46-yard play. So correction there. Uh, Do need to address, again, this is our once a day in the chat, what they want to talk about. You know, does, and, and, you know, Vrabel's been asked this question, but he just won't answer or give a, a good reason. And that has to do with Golden Tate. And Quay says, you know, why is he even on the damn team? <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, let's, let's talk about Golden Tate a little bit. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Uh, so many different ways you can re- use Renters Warehouse. They can create extra cash flow for you and your family. They can get you retirement plan ready by owning rent estate at RentersWarehouse.com and let them do all the work. They are the landlords. They find the tenants. They set the prices. They go on the maintenance calls at whatever hour of the day, and you just get the money. That's great. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports are powered by BetMGM. Promo code ATOZ Sports, the king of sports books. Download the app today on your Android or your Apple iPhone. And all you got to do is use that code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet for new users up to $1,000 on your first bet. Man, uh, download the app. We've been talking about it. We love it. We use it every single day. That's BetMGM. Yeah, I, I realized that I used, I haven't put a free bet on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. And so I, I, was like, oh, I was like, oh, I got to do that. I did that this morning with my I had free t- bet. Two $10 bets. Yeah. Uh, one Chiefs, one Packers. Next week, if I get two again, I'll, I'll go. Well, I just kind of have to feel out. I may, I may sprinkle some on the Rams. I feel like the Rams may surge. If the Rams in the tonight. Super Bowl, I will win a lot of money. <laughs> That's just saying, just saying that. If the Rams in the Super Bowl, I will win a decent amount of money uh, at BetMGM. Anyway, all right, Golden Tate. What the hell is going on with Golden Tate? And I don't understand this at all. Uh, he hasn't even got an opportunity. And so what is Golden Tate at this point in time? He is, and what was he at his height? He was a slot guy. He was not an outside guy. And so I think Chester Rogers is probably the reason why Golden Tate hasn't got an opportunity because they're bringing up Cody Hollister to play outside, right? That's what he plays. Right. So and Golden Tate and Cody Hollister are not the same position, even though they're in the same wide receiver room, they do different things. And so I, I think this is why Golden Tate isn't getting an opportunity is because they trust Tr- Chester Rogers. He, he set up the only touchdown they scored last week with a 55-yard punt return, and he's also made some nice plays. He converted a third and long, Chester Rogers did, in that game. He also, on a second and 20, I don't know if you remember this, on a second and 20 after a hold, Chester Rogers took a screen and got it up to a third and seven, which they converted. And so Chester Rogers had a nice game against Pittsburgh and they trust him to be there and be reliable. He's had some mistakes. Don't get me wrong. He's allowed to pass the bounce off his pads for interception early in the year. He had the muff punt against the Texans that allowed them to score again. But Chester Rogers is why Golden Tate's not playing. And that's just, that's my opinion. Well, and it doubles down. I mean, and Brad says Golden Tate is on the practice squad as an emergency situation. I mean, the, the Titans are in emergency mode. Yeah. But, right? I, but the nuance, and we talked about this with Mason Kinsey, the nuance of what position a particular wide receiver's skill set is. And 
I think you are right. Golden State's skill set at 30-plus is not outside. He can't get open. He's not fast enough. He can't get down the field quick enough. All of these things that Father Time, you know, hurts uh, hurts you, mm-hmm. that doesn't help you on game day, right, To hit, for him to play out of position. And, you know, I, I don't know whether he's trying to get back in shape, he's trying to learn the playbook, or the Titans just don't believe that he can come in and play. But well, they, just don't have a, they don't have a spot for him. Like, I think that's if he was good enough, they would. Yes. And so and that he, tells you what you need to know. But we get this in the chat every single every solitary day. day and three times on game day. Where is where is Golden Tate? Where is, well, he's on the practice squad. That's what he what he That's is. where he's been for a month and a half at this point. He's on the practice squad and uh Ty saying emergency, emergency. Uh and Josh says, man, could really use Cam Batson right now. I agree. Cam Batson's an outside receiver. He's a small no, you one. You really use Julio Jones. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. But it, if but Cam Batson keeps Cody Hollister on the practice squad or unemployed, either one. And so, again, they've played 11 wide receivers in games this year from A.J. Brown all the way down to Mason Kinsey and Cody Hollister. 11 guys have played in a game at the wide receiver position uh, for the Tennessee Titans. So it's like you can have depth, but you don't. nobody has that depth. Nobody has 11 deep at wide receiver. I think the Titans had seven deep in training camp that you can feel good about. But so many guys have gotten hurt this year that you or then Josh Reynolds was uh, was traded or, or released because he didn't want to be here anymore. All right, Zach, let's get back on topic because AJ Brown back at practice. He's still on injured reserve, but he is designated to return. So the Titans have that 21 day window start yesterday. But obviously, the, the the window for the Niners game on Thursday is rapidly approaching. And can AJ Brown show enough? on the practice field to get him activated on Wednesday, tomorrow to play on Thursday night against uh, the San Francisco 49ers who have won five out of its last six. Well, I think he will play. I don't know anything. I don't know any inside information, just, just but your I, instinct, right? this is my opinion. I think that AJ Brown will play on Thursday night. I think that the team needs him. And I think now that, he has the ability to play just through the nuance of the IR and the NFL of the new age of that rule. I, I don't think he's going to miss this game. They need him too much and they need to win too bad yeah. because we know what they're up against. They got three games left and the Colts are hot on their heels and they don't want to wet the bed. And they're, they've been drinking a lot of water and they're about to go to sleep. What's going to happen? I, I don't know. We're going to find out Thursday night, but we did. This is going to be great because this is, uh, we have the answers to the test, but let's test the chat. How many points will the Titans score with AJ Brown against the 49ers on Thursday? We know their magic number, which is not so magical, is 13. The, un- the unlucky number of 13, right? 13 points. That's kind of their notorious. They scored 13 against the Texans. They scored, uh, I mean, they essentially scored 13, I feel like, every week. They scored 13 against the Steelers. Lost. When they, when they lose, 80% of the time, they've scored 13 points. That's like an anchorman 60% stat for you. Yeah, right Patriots, there. 13 points, lose. Yeah. Cardinals, beginning of the year, lose. So, how many points with A.J. Brown will they score against the 49ers on Thursday night 
with number 11 back in the lineup, we think, we don't know, but what's that point number? And then I, I like I would like to go through this in the yeah. chat, Austin, and then figure out between you and I and everybody else, is it enough to win, right? Yes. All right, so let's get – you guys have commented a lot of different answers, so we'll read those here in a second. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. This holiday season, it's right around the corner. We're in Christmas week. They've got deals on deals on deals on deals. Paint Bone and his team will hook you up, whether it's the Hyundai Palisade, full-size SUV, whether it's the Sonata, four-door sedan. They've got the Elantra and the Santa Fe. All fuel-efficient vehicles to help save you money in the long run and a great deal today. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Take a look at their inventory, but make the quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Say hey to Payne Bone and his team. Test drive a vehicle today, and they will hook you up at Wilson County Hyundai. A to Z Sports. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk free bet up to $1,000 after your first deposit with your first bet. Simple steps, right? Download the app. That's number one. Put in the code ATOZ Sports. That's number two. Uh, make your first deposit. That's number three. And your first bet is risk free up to $1,000. It's a great deal. Take advantage of it. BetMGM keeps giving you. Uh, new promos once you even sign up. So it, it doesn't stop there when it comes to the promos and free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Zach, what's the chat saying about how many points can the Titans score uh, with A.J. Brown against the Niners? Before we get to the research that, yeah. I mean, again, that could guide us the way to this answer. Tyler says 21 Orlando 25, tighten up is 1E. That is a new score that I don't think I've seen. One incomplete, that means a loss maybe. Uh, uh, no. Kenneth says 27. Steven says 19. Tighten up is just going with 13. So that was his official, uh, that, that's registered in there instead of 1E. Oh, uh, e and so, 3 are very close. He's, he's typing on a keyboard. So I, I did learn that from what he's doing. He's on a keyboard today. That's right. Uh, Derek goes 28. Van Van says 24, 23 from Polly D, 17 from Trevor. Rich goes with 23. Joseph with 20, 13, that lucky number from Brent. With him, 20 from Stephen Dobbs. Uh, MB says 7. Eric says 17 max. Andrew with 13. Ronnie, 24. Justin, 13. Jarvis, 21. 24, Marquis. Still haven't gotten to 30 yet. Uh, TD says 20, Chris says 27, 20 from Troy, Billy says 27, Jay says 20, uh, tighten up is typed in 13, maybe 13 times, Gary says 28, Joseph with 20, Sam from up oh, 31, there we go, Sam, Sam's going with 31, so let's spit some knowledge of what we found out this morning, Austin. You know, we did a little research and I, I was, I kind of did this on the fly and then we did it together. Yeah. And I was like, I know that San Francisco has won five out of the last six games, right. right? They're five and one. I knew that. I was like, well, how do they win? And then lo and behold, they beat the Atlanta Falcons last week, 31 to what? 13. That 13, that lucky 13 that the Titans uh, tend to score when they lose. So going back, and this is a pretty interesting graphic, this is in the last 
six games. And it's a good barometer, Austin, because mm-hmm. Derrick Henry has been out, right? Oh, for yeah, this is the six the six games that Derrick Henry has been out. Here are the numbers. The Titans, uh, the Titans as a team average 18.3 points per game in the six games without Derrick Henry. In the last six games, the Niners defense allows 18.6. Now, here's the funny thing. Let's go ahead and take out Kevin Byard's pick six against the Rams. Now the Titans points per game drop to 17.1. And so the Niners giving up 18.6 in their last six. Now they've played some subpar teams, right? Like they haven't been playing murder's row, but they've actually played some pretty solid teams. And the team that scored the most on them was the Seahawks who put up 30. Uh, But in this six game stretch, they only allowed 10 to the Rams 10 to the Jags, 26 to the Vikings, 23 to the Bengals, and then 13 this past week to the Falcons, and then 30 points in a loss to the Seahawks. And I want to say that Rams game was a weird, funky thing. And I'm not sure uh, that was the first win that uh, the Rams, uh, that the Niners had uh, in at home in like over a year because of the COVID situation last year, but they also got a pick six early in that game and they ran away from the Rams pretty easily. They're 31 to 10. But so how many points do you think the Titans can score with AJ Brown, Zach? 17. I think AJ Brown can increase their total by four points. I believe Derrick Henry could probably increase their, I give Derrick Henry worth a touchdown at least. Right? Like, so that that's kind of how I'm justifying my answer. I think 17 because I think AJ Brown is worth four points, but, and it will, I don't want to lead into the next segment too quickly. It's just how disastrous everybody else has been on offense mm-hmm. that has gotten to that 13 point mark. So I increased by four with AJ Brown. My final answer is 17. Yeah. So Lane says that Rams Niners game was the first game with Odell and also the first game without Robert Woods. And, and, I, and I remember there was something weird that happened with that game where the Rams just looked terrible uh, and got boat raced there by the Niners. So I, I mentioned off the top, the two things that A.J. Brown fixes for this Titans offense that they've been having issues with issues with over the last several weeks is one, lack of explosive pass plays. We know a healthy A.J. Brown can score from anywhere on the field just like a healthy Derrick Henry can score from anywhere on the field. And so we also know that A.J. Brown helps them score touchdowns in the red zone. We've seen that over his career, the first two years, and in this year of red zone scoring help with physicality. Not only in the red zone, outside of the red zone as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he helps you just score points, right? Uh, I think here's a – I don't know if this is a hot take or not. If Julio Jones plays in the second half (sighs) – I think the Titans win that game because I think Julio Jones from the first half to the second half, the difference in the Titans offense was congestion and they weren't able, they were so tight and the Steelers defense was playing so on top of the receivers in the second half with no Julio that it really just kind of, you know, made that offense inept and didn't work. So I think, I think, AJ just makes the Titans better by being out there on the field, suited up, wearing cleats in his 11 jersey. 
I think I think he scores a touch. If he plays on Thursday night, I think he gets in the end zone. I think AJ Brown is determined to get in the end zone. So I think the Titans score 23 points on Thursday night with AJ Brown. Because where's one the other, other thing three that, coming from? <laughs> because you gotta oh, add I, 10. Because he also uh he also helps the other guys around him. I think he makes Chester Rogers better. He makes Nick Westbrook Akine better. He makes the tight ends better because AJ Brown better, is, but not good. I'm not. I didn't say they make him good. I just said it makes him better, and I, I think that helps out the running game. I like what they can do with Foreman and Hilliard. I, I have. I'm sitting on something for Deontay Foreman that I have to wait for the right time. But I, I find it. I think it's gonna be funny and people will like it. But I think. I think AJ Brown because turnovers. Right. It's not the like. They moved the ball against the Steelers. They moved the ball against the Texans. They moved the ball against the Patriots. They just kept fumbling and turning it over. And so that's where I think not turning it over four times and A.J. Brown back gets you 23 points on Thursday night against the Niners. That's that's what I'm saying. I was going to – I'm not going to do it. I'm going to save it. But you're going to want to watch tomorrow – I'm talking to the chat and you, Austin – for throwing shade. Because I have the perfect shade that I will throw. And if you watched the show yesterday, I referenced uh, a line about killing myself. And I'm not going to tell you anything more. Which show? Yesterday. It, but You may have picked it up. I you may not. have not. You I may have picked it up it. or you may have not. And I may go back and pull the clip. I may actually do a little bit, go all in on this shade. Because, I, but I'm going to save it. I could show it now and it, and it makes so much sense of what we're talking about. But tomorrow's shade will be fire and it will all come full circle. And then I may even foreshadow of what I learned. So there's a lot of teases in there, but <laughs> shade, hey, shade tomorrow is okay. going to be good. The Titans need to come to play on Thursday night. They can't afford to lose to the 49ers and drop yet another game. I mean, now they're starting to inch close to 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Derek says he's got his shade ready too. Uh, that's good. Have your shades ready. And then uh, Sean says, I blame play calling more than Julio uh, on the lack of Julio targets. Yeah, I blame a lot of a lot of Todd Downing's play calling has not been very good this year. And I think, but, but again, like you can say two things at once and they're both true, right? Todd Downing's had a bad year as Titans offensive coordinator and play caller, but also the Titans have to stop fumbling the damn football. Like, and that has zero impact on Todd Downing. If they catch the football when it's thrown to them and they don't fumble it when they're holding, when they're carrying it, then Todd Downing looks better. But Todd Downing still has had several head scratching moments. Freddie Vid says, refreshing to watch another team stream. Uh, welcome in, Freddie v- Vids on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure who you're a fan of, but welcome in. A to Z Sports Nashville. Uh, here we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time, also at Prime Time. Um, so uh, now, uh, do we have anything else to add on A.J. Brown being back? I mean, I, I did see um, Junior ask, do we really think that A.J. is going to play on Thursday night? I, you are very, you feel very confident, not because of any information, just your opinion that you think AJ will play on Thursday night. I'm a little bit more flip of the coin. I think he'll play because I think uh, he has the ability to, right? When you're on IR, you can't. I mean, he's kind of been locked in IR jail for three weeks. I think he, 
I think he's such a competitor, and, and I this is why I love AJ Brown. You know my the history of me and AJ Brown. Of I told him that they should draft him in October when he was playing for Ole Miss, and then all of a sudden they drafted him in the second round live in Nashville mm-hmm. because I knew that they needed a guy like that, and that guy's mindset, mentality, and his, his tweets. I think also I think indicate that he, he wants to play, and the Titans, as we've talked about, they. They need them desperately. The Titans are a desperate football team right now. They don't have their best player in Derrick Henry. Julio Jones, their $15 million man, can't stay healthy. He can't even play, I feel like, a game and a half. His hamstrings tweaked. And A.J. Brown has been out with uh, an injury that he had two. He got dinged up twice in that Houston game that put him on IR. I think he's raring and ready to go on prime time. This is a coming out party for 11 that has not had the season that he has thought. And unfortunately, I don't think he's going to add to that necklace collection of 1K, 1K, 1K. Right. I think if there's, there should be optimism for AJ to play Thursday. One is I remember the the couple of days following the Texans game where he hurt his, he had the chest injury before he went on IR Ian Rappaport tweeted out that from what he had heard inside the Titans building that AJ Brown would be considered week to week with a chest injury. So week to week makes you feel like putting him on IR, stashing him away for three games, which has really been four weeks because the bye week was included, right? So that's a good thing there. So that should be optimism for AJ to come back. Uh, But then also think about all the injuries he played through last season because he had double knee surgery after the season finished last year. All right, I got, uh, this is not necessarily a tease. This is something that will happen on this show. And that is, if, and I don't know when, when will we find out if AJ will be available? Probably Wednesday. I'm not sure what the rules are on game day activations. uh, Because typically when you play on a Sunday, that activation to the roster happens on Saturday afternoon. So I don't know how the short week impacts that. I don't know the rules well enough. Okay, here's the deal with the chat. Here's the deal with you. Don't answer this. We're going to move on to our next topic. But if AJ is cleared, let's say he's cleared on Wednesday, then Thursday morning on a Titans Thursday, we will ask, AJ Brown has a little over 600 yards receiving, like 615. They got three games left. Can he get to a thousand? That's what I'm gonna ask. Okay, Ooh. so don't answer it. But it's not you know you got three games, three me- mega games. That's another reason why I think he's gonna play on Thursday. So yeah. we will wait to see if he comes back this week, and if we find out on Wednesday, mid afternoon or whenever Thursday morning or Titans Thursday, either we will lead with that question or that will be our second topic to ask everybody because I think it's a damn good question. All right, so here's here's the report that the Titans sent out to the media yesterday. Yes, uh, Monday was just uh, first injury report and coordinators talked via Zoom. Then today, Vrabel's at one o'clock. Interviews uh, for players are at one fifteen after Vrabel, and practice is at two fifteen to four. So at four o'clock, you're going to start to see. Just have your phones ready for four p.m. Because that's when the practice videos will start rolling out. And and I know for a fact we'll have some practice video of A.J. Brown out there. And there's no there's no practice on Wednesday. So 
that's the hard thing is that you can't get the Bud Dupree practice on Wednesday. Then he's out there again on Thursday to make that put together. Oh, okay. He's likely to play because it may go down to a game time decision. We may not be able to talk about it to our pregame show. And that's, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Again, I don't know the rules on like the timing of having to uh, activate to a roster on a game day. I don't, I don't know that unfortunately um, at this point. So uh, anyway, I, I do find this interesting. Um, and, you know, Jimmy says, if it's up to AJ, there's no doubt in my mind he'll play, but it is most likely isn't up to him. Man, but the Titans need him. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think they know that. If, they, he go, if he walks into Vrabel's office and says, Coach, I want to play, Vrabel, I think, is like, get your stuff on. It's been four <laughs> weeks. It's been four weeks. Three games and a bye. That should be enough time. It was enough time for Julio initially. It was enough time for Bud Dupree. The all three guys have missed three games plus the bye week to extend that that IR stay. And any Titan says, you know, Henry possibly back week seventeen. Fingers crossed. I mean, they're they're getting ready to go up to the attic and see if that light turns on. Yeah. I mean, that that's a couple of weeks away. We're, we're gonna find out. There's yeah. a lot of storylines with the Titan season the rest of the way. I mean, with the AFC and looky looky, Austin. I, I got to take a victory lap. Who's the number one seed in the AFC currently? The Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs, the hottest team in the NFL today. And the Packers are pretty damn hot, but those Chiefs, woo, man, watch out for KC. So uh, a lot of storylines in the AFC. We'll find out this week a must win to kind of get back on track. Titans are still third seed in the AFC, but they got a win on Thursday night against a 49ers team that's good. They're 5-1 in their last six but are beatable that the 49ers are beatable in my oh, no doubt. No doubt. All right. So uh, if the Titans are going to beat San Francisco, they've got to have better play from one guy, in my opinion, who, who was really bad against Pittsburgh and Zach. I know you have one guy as well. So here's the next topic we want to get to. Uh, and that is, and that is wh- what Titans player needs to have a more positive impact than they did Sunday versus the Steelers against the Niners. So, uh, that's the next conversation, but real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, which sucks and it's unfortunate, but life is life and people get hurt. We all get hurt. Make sure you know who to go to, who to trust. That are the folks in the Bone and Joint Institute, over a dozen doctors who specialize in any type of joint injury you can have and their state-of-the-art rehab facility in Franklin at the main campus, also satellite clinics. Um, uh, in Brentwood, uh, Nolansville, and in Thompson Station. So hit them up at your convenience, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, BetMGM powers our show in the morning. Promo code ATOZ Sports, the king of sports books. Right there, download the app today. Risk-free $1,000 bet for new users. So take advantage of that by using the promo code ATOZSPORTS. All, all one, no spaces, right there on the screen. And download the app today. All right. So uh so here's the question is what Titans player needs to have a more positive impact Thursday than they did against the Steelers? I see I, I'm my, gonna give my, the love of my show real quick, but I'm not going to display it because it doesn't have words that we try to use. I mean, we can if we want to, because there's no regulation. But uh John Michael Presley made me laugh with his statement because it's funny. I will follow up so I'm not just like the inside joke guy and 
Sam says it in a maybe more subtler way. The love of the show does go to John Michael Presley because that's funny. Questenberry. Quest. Though we, we've had a lot of those in the chat. Well, that you're ruining my setup job, but yeah, that's my guy, <laughs> David. Well, you're, you're right there with the chat. Yeah, and I don't know who your guy is, but my guy is absolutely David Questenberry. Uh, because listen to these stats, and uh, you know, hat tip to the F word pod, Zach Lyons, for these stats. David Questenberry versus Pittsburgh, according to Pro Football Focus, that I also hate Pro Football Focus, but you know, that's what we have to go by. But David Questenberry versus the Steelers allowed two sacks. Then he allowed one other quarterback hit and five other quarterback hurries. So eight times in Ryan Tannehill's 36 dropbacks, David Questenberry allowed Tannehill to be disrupted significantly. That's not good. And the the ironic thing is, David Questenberry is one of the 12 Titans who have played in all 14 games this season. I think he's by far your worst offensive lineman. He, but he's been the most available. But David Questenberry, two sacks allowed, one other quarterback hit in five quarterback hurries in the Pittsburgh game alone. And Josh nails it. Nick Bosa licking his chops as you state those stats. And Matt Mann says, probably should have kept Dennis Kelly. The Dennis Kelly cut I thought was premature. Dylan Radins, how bad do you suck? Isaiah Wilson, what a disaster. Because now you allow a journeyman who has a great backstory in David Questenberry. He is your starting right tackle for this season where Kendall Lamb can't beat him out. Dylan Radins isn't even playing his position. He's a guard at this point, but you draft him the second round as a tackle. It's embarrassing about the Titans' right tackle situation is flat-out embarrassing. Do you remember what I predicted at the beginning of the year that would be the biggest problem with the Titans? Right tackle? The right tackle position. It's not the biggest problem with the Titans. <laughs> it's a it's a problem. Because he's actually he's been there. Well, the biggest problem with the Titans is an injury, right? Like that, the big that is the well, I would say maybe two injuries. The but the biggest problem of the injury of the season is Derrick Henry getting hurt. So, like we we know that 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 is. But we always kind of throw injuries out. I will go into my answer because I I think it's a great question, and the question being what Titans player needs to have a more positive impact than they did against the Steelers. I'm gonna go to the most disappointing Titan this year besides Julio Jones. But Julio Jones has been dealing with an injury, right? That hamstring, that is real. Uh, it's not fake. You, you can't, you cannot run full routes when your hamstring is hamstrung. Anthony Ferkser, this guy. This guy was set and, and thrown into a role that we all thought maybe he could play. He he was notorious at getting separation. He was a th reliable third-down resource. And, and Ryan Tannehill over the last couple of years with the Titans utilizes the tight end. Jonu Smith came up big for this team at the tight end position before Lawan got hurt and he had to block more. Anthony Ferkser has played in 12 games. He's been targeted 35 times. 
He only has 198 yards receiving. Oh, my God. Less than 200 yards. Jeff Swaim has 189. Swaim has almost as many receiving yards, who's not a receiving tight end, he's a blocking tight end, as your receiving tight end. And Anthony Ferkser official on the receiving side, zero touchdowns. He did have a, a fumble recovery, which it counts. But I, I, I would, I think we would have to pull the chat at the end of the year if that gets to that. But Anthony Ferkser is the most disappointing Titan this season. That uh. guy has given you zilch. He has to be better. And on top of not giving you any production he's making mistakes that yeah. that was like what are you you're supposed to be the reliable tight end right that's his like stick that's what they signed him for uh, efficient uh catch with your hands tuck the ball Move get the a chains. couple of yards falling yeah. forward know the sticks be smart reach the ball out on the sidelines to get that first down not fumble in 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 territory to give the opponent points. Anthony Ferkser is the most disappointing Titan this season. He is the guy that has to step up in any way, shape, or form in the next three weeks to show that he is not that of what I just said. <laughs> Anthony Ferkser, and this isn't necessarily a fair stat, but Anthony Ferkser is 17th on the team in average yards per catch. <laughs> behind Marcus Johnson, Julio Jones, Deontay Foreman, A.J. Brown, N.W.I., Chester Rogers, Michael Pruitt, Tommy Hudson, Desmond Patrick, Josh Reynolds, Jeremy McNichols, Derrick Henry, Cody Hollis, or Jeff Swain. Then you get to Anthony Ferkser on average yards per catch. He's at six, 7.6. He's only he's, ahead. Yep. He's only ahead of, this is hilarious, Cam Batson, Amani Hooker, safety, <laughs> Darrington Evans, Dontrell Hilliard, Racing McMath, Adrian Peterson. Oh, God. It's well, been and, so and bad. And this is the issue. With what has happened this year with the Tennessee Titans, with their injuries at the wide receiver position, the fallback is always the tight end position. That's your safety net in this new era of NFL football. You got guys like George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, and Kelsey, we saw what he he could do last Thursday night against L.A., they don't have any production. Like, I'm not – it's unfair to – the Travis Kelsey production is, like, Tops, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Anthony Ferkser is giving you zero. He's hurting you, actually. Yeah, he's 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 negative, right? He's negative. So yeah. look, all right, it's that's it's my really, answer. <laughs> yeah. Um and again, let me just say that. Uh John Michael Presley says you gotta be a special kind of suck to have less receiving yards than Cody Hollister. That's yards per reception. Cody Hollister has four catches for 33 yards, 8.3 yards a catch. Anthony Ferkser is at 7.6 yards per catch. So not, not more, not less yards in Hollister, but yeah. it's just what they sold us. They sold us a, a the bill of goods that, Hey, uh, is going to be able to step up into this role. Yeah. The results are in and that's a lie, right? Oh gosh. All right. Anyway, let's, let's move on from that disaster, but yeah, David Questenberry, Anthony Ferkser guys better step up uh, from how you played 
on Sunday in Pittsburgh. You got to play a lot better to help this team win uh, Thursday night against San Francisco. Amen. All right, let's get to it. We're trying to continue our super hot streak. We have gotten 25 questions correct in a row. This is insane. 25 questions correct in a row. So it is time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout. It goes five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout, absolutely free. Go check them out. Uh, and if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll give you $100 off your first month when you sign up. It is real. It helps you out. You can build actual muscle mass, build functional strength, target hurting to burn body fat. Mandu.com. Again, tell them A to Z Sports sent you. It's like 100 bucks off that first month when you sign up at Mandu.com. And Thursday night, are you going to the game? We sure hope you're going to the game. And if you are going to the game, come to the mainstay. Home games at the Mainstay, we'll do our pregame, halftime, and postgame show live there. Then you can walk right across the street. You can get sauced if you want to. Get warm because it's probably going to be cold. Two-for-one drafts from Mill Creek right there on game day at the Mainstay. Walk across and then postgame. If, in fact, the Titans do win, you can party like a rock star. And look, you know, it's Thursday. Most people have – I mean, we don't because, you know, we work a lot. But Friday – we're going to be working. You probably not, right? You get Friday off for the holiday weekend. You can you can get wasted, blasted. It's going to be fun. Obviously, do that safe and get an Uber and stuff. But you wake up the next morning. You can you can watch this show hungover. But after a Titans win, come post game with us. It's going to be funny, or it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll find out if it's going to be funny. But it's going to be fun on Thursday night, prime time. Titans hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Tuesday Sports Trivia, we've got a quiz that Zach has queued up, ready to go. Also, two rules. One, no Googling, no Ask Jeeves, no any other search engine, no Bing, no Bang, no Bongo, no nothing, and also no phoning a friend. Just use the people in the chat and the people that we have uh, in here. So let's get this thing going, Zach. We have hit 25 questions correct in a row. 25 in a row. I, 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 I hate to do this and I have to, and I'm going to address it and then I'm move on. I, I, I do have some tweaks to the trivia and okay. I found a new trivia game. We're not doing the firsts. We're actually doing something unique, but okay. uh, Paul, go take a nap today and don't wake up until you think about what you've said. And go look sleep. up, Think go look up, go look up after you awake and rise from your nap. And I know it's nine o'clock, but you need one. You didn't get much rest because your mind's not working. Go look up what Corey Davis is going to do this week. Okay. And see how many yards you think he's going to get. And then go look at the games he actually played. And I will say, I've watched the Jets throughout the course of the year. There have been many a time, there's been three times, three incidents out of all of Zach Wilson's passes and INTs. Three of them have been Corey Davis's fault. So uh, put that to bed when you go to bed. Thank you, Paul. We digress. Sports trivia. Austin, we're 25 for 25. Do you think we need a timer for when the first answer in the chat comes up? 
Uh, then that's getting very complicated because now I'm worried about the timer instead of the answer. I right? will can, I will have the timer. No, I mean, I, I, I think last week we answered 15 questions. And like the fear is, is that people are Googling because we, there was a couple of back, the San Diego Chargers one. That well, I'm skeptical of yeah, that. So that what's, what's the appropriate amount of time? Is it 45 seconds? I think it's 30 seconds because the delay of one, I mean, we have the opportunity, you and I, to answer the question. But once, and this is where you you display the first answer that you see from the chat, and then the timer starts, and we got to make a decision too fast because now it, that's not allowing us to talk through some things. I understand that's the point. It prevents people from. I mean, we you got to know it. Is this still multiple choice? Y- yes. Okay. All right. So thirty seconds from the first comment, and look, uh, we're getting thirty seconds from the first comment. All right, I'll I'll pull up my I'll do I'll do the stopwatch. All right, okay. that's fine. Yep, good. Today's trivia quiz, and look, it's just an experiment. If we get if we go like two for ten because of yeah, this we'll, rule, we, we'll adapt. We we did some heavy lifting, so we're in a good spot. NCAA nicknames. That is the quiz. Ah, okay. Question number one. What is the nickname for Hofstra University? Wildcats, Purple Knight, Beavers, or Pride? What is the nickname for Hofstra University? Wildcats, Purple Knights, Beavers, or Pride? Do you know it off the top of your head? I do not. I do not either. I mean, I've obviously heard of Hofstra. And MB, you're right. I mean, I do think that... uh, you know, it does make it easy. So, or, or start the clock. Yep, the clock has started. Um, we have Purple Knights, Wildcats, Pride, and Beavers. <laughs> now, Noah says Pride, lock it in. Uh, Brent says Pride. I, I don't think it's Purple Knights. Uh, I think it's either, I think Pride makes the most sense. 10 seconds. The Hofstra Pride? Yes, I think it's the Pride. Five seconds. I, I think Pride's where we're going to go. All right. All right. Clock t- clock a stop. Pride, final A to Z. Next question. Again, this is a themed thing, so it's, it's nicknames. What is the nickname for Binghamton University? The Bearcats, Wolfpack, Sea Dogs, or Mean Green? Binghamton University, Bearcats, Wolfpack, Sea Dogs, or Mean Green? I feel like you should know this. Binghamton is in New York. It has nothing to do with the last name Bingham. Yeah, but if but if but I, if I were a kid and I learned that there was a university kind of named after my last name, I'd know it. Uh, yeah, I, that didn't. All right, so Orlando Bearcats. We, the clock has started. We're five seconds in. But Bearcats, I don't think it's Sea Dogs or Mean Green. So Bearcats is what we're getting a lot of. The Binghamton Bearcats. That does kind of roll off the t- tongue as well. And people are saying lock it in. Noah and uh, Dustin. So do we want to roll with the Bearcats? Yes, let's do it. All right. So I'll we will reset that clock. So Bearcats final A to Z. All right. Next question I think we all can get because we're used to this team playing in the NCAA tournament. What is the nickname? Well, yeah. What is the nickname for Iona College? Hawkeyes? Fighting Sioux, Ironmen, or the Gales? Ooh. Iona the- College. Hawkeyes, Fighting Sioux, Ironmen, 
or the Gales? It's not Hawkeyes because they want to throw you off with, I think it's Gales. Yeah, I'm kind of with Noah. That's uh, the Fighting Sue at first. Fighting Sue is is a different school. I mean, it's, it Gales feels very good. Fighting who is fighting Sue? I mean, we'll, maybe we'll figure that out later. But uh, Gales finally to Z. Lock it in. All right. All right. Next up, what is the nickname for the University of Missouri at Kansas City? Oh God. Kangaroos, Retrievers, Flames, or Chiefs? The University of Missouri, Kansas City. The Kangaroos, Retrievers, Flames, or Chiefs? The Flames or the Retrievers? I don't think it's the Kangaroos. All right, clock has started with, with Noah saying Kangaroo, lock it in. Brent says Kangaroo. Sam says Chiefs. Uh, Nick says he's from KC. It's the Kangaroos. Uh, well, a lot I mean, of people are saying Kangaroos. Right, I would have gone retrievers, but I, I get apparently kangaroos is where we're going. If somebody's from Kansas City, I yeah, value I feel that. good. So our thirty seconds is about to run out, but I think kangaroos, kangaroos final A to Z. Locked in. Next question: What is the name of the university or nickname of the University of Delaware? The Gamecocks, the Blue Hens, the Eagles, or the Blue Demons? Blue Hens, final eight is he locking in. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're in Delaware. Home of Joe Flacco. Blue Hens is absolutely it. Final eight is he. Because they wore the Michigan uniforms. It's the Blue Hens. You can continue to move. What is the nickname for William and Mary College? Tigers, Indians, Tribe, or Tomahawks? The Tribe. 100%? Yeah. Home of your boy, Trey McBride. Well, oh, we had a Trey McBride reference when you were out. Name a random Titan. Most random Titan was Skip Hicks. Do you know who that is? Yeah, back up to Eddie George back in the day. He won. Uh, Jared Hicks won that competition by naming Skip Hicks. There's like mm, a Bingham to Bingham regiment. Yeah. Uh, mine was Trey, uh, Trey McBride. So, so we move on. Yep. What is the nickname for Florida Atlantic University? Falcons, Panthers, Owls, or Eagles? So FIU is the Panthers. Owls. AU is, is the, the Owls. Owls. Owls final A to Z. Don't need, it's three in a row. We don't even need the clock. Final is the Owls. I do have an overall question after we get done with this. What is the nickname for the University of Evansville? The Where's Stars? Buck? Evansville, Indiana, I would assume. University of Evansville. The Stars, the Purple Aces, the Cougars, or the Galaxy? It's the Purple Aces. 100%? Yeah. I don't, what, the, I don't need the, it's, uh, it's the purple aces. What is the nickname for the University of San Francisco? The Dons, the Yellow Jackets, the Pilots, or the Golden Gates? One more time. The University of San Francisco. 
the Dons, the Yellow Jackets, the Pilots, or the Golden Gates? We're getting a lot of Dons flying in, and the uh, clock's that makes running. the most sense. It's not the Golden Gates. No, that's stupid. So the Dons we're going with. You want to lock it in? As his sister went there, Dons lock it in. Okay, all right. Last question. What is the nickname for Youngstown State University? Penguins. Penguin sharks, polar bears, or devils? Penguins. That's because of Bo Pelini. No. Well. Jim Trestle. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I know that. Well, Bo, oh, Bo Pelini also did that. Yeah, right. So here's my question. And I, I think we did good. I think we, we got them all. Would we be able to do that without multiple choice? No, because there was there were some that I wouldn't that I I thought I knew, but I wasn't sure. Uh, multiple choice makes it a lot easier because once you hear it, it sounds right. So, do we need to pull multiple choice? Well, you can see them though. That's fine. Yeah, but then that means you that means it's hard for you to actually have an input in trivia. So well, it takes I, then you I become out of the, Alex Trebek. I yeah, but that's not fun. Aaron the whole Rogers. point is that we're all on the same team. <laughs> all right, all right so let's, let's submit let's, these okay. answers. Yeah. Hofstra University. We said pride. They are the pride. Twenty uh, 2006 NCAA champions in volleyball, men's soccer, men's lacrosse, and softball. Great Damn, year, year. 20, yeah. 2006. Uh, what is the, the nickname of Binghamton University? The Binghamton Bearcats. We are correct. Two. Iona College. The Gales. Irish Ancestry. We Three. are correct. What is the nickname of the University of Missouri, Kansas City? Thanks to our chat. It is Good Eye. It's the Kangaroos. Four. I actually think now that I think about it, we could have gotten them all because we've we had some people who like had relatives go or from there. Keep going. And, and I, I may have to just do some research and go get another website that doesn't yeah. have multiple choice. What is the nickname for the University of Delaware? Blue Hens. Rich Gannon. Blue Hen alum. Oh, I did not. Uh, speaking of alum. We have Trey McBride from William and Mary College. He was a part of the tribe. We six. are correct. That's six, right? FAU, Lane Kiffin, the Owls, University of Evansville, those purple aces, goalie mm-hmm. of DC United's MLS team, Troy Perkins. No mm. idea who that is. Me either. San Francisco, we all know the NBA legend Bill Russell. Dons, the San Francisco Dons, and Trestle's own Youngstown State University, the Penguins. There we go. 10 and 0. 10 for 10. Once again, 35 and 0. Louis says, time to pull the multiple choice. I agree. We're going to have to go back to the, uh, the drawing board, and we're going to have to get some non-multiple choice questions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it makes it more difficult, but we we got to put ourselves to the test. I, I do think, look, there's a lot of people in here picking the same test. That's why teachers don't give group exams. <laughs> because everybody, somebody's going to know it. 
Well, yeah, I think somebody's going to know it because, as you said, a multiple choice answer cues it cues their mind to yes. say, "Oh, that's it." Right. Right. So I, I, I do think we've got a lot enough people for it to go around. And Bobby's right. We got to put the bumpers down. We got to start bowling, and and being able to take the risk of of maybe throwing a gutter ball. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah. Or if I do the KHL, you're going to be like, oh, let's go back to multiple choice. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the subject, right? Well, look, they have Australian rules football. They've got all sorts of, but we don't know anything about that. I like, know a little, that. I know a little bit about Australian rules football. You want to put that to the test next week? Sure. We're up thirty-five nothing. So <laughs> I, I know a little bit now. It's been a long time since uh, I've learned it. Okay. One I more week. Australian rules football in fifth grade, and we actually played it in the backyard. Okay, but we'll do Australian. Well, I'll pick a quiz, and we have to do it. This is going to be our test of how difficult it is. Okay. A week from today, Tuesday, Australian rules football sports trivia, and we'll put our money where our mouth is. We'll stop doing softballs on college teams in the NFL, in which we're pretty educated about. Yeah, sounds good. We need to be humbled. You're yeah, right. Alex right. says we got to be humble. Oh, yeah. And Big Ten Jeff, who is uh, from Australia. So that's good, right? <laughs> and Nick says hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We've got a new Big Orange podcast out. And if you're a Vols fan, listen to it. We've got an announcement in there that we'll talk more about uh, moving forward. But the Big Orange podcast came out yesterday. Also, uh, more podcasts coming out tomorrow. The Titan Up podcast, Buck Rising, will be live tonight after Titans practice at 8 p.m. Central Time. So check that out for A to Z Sports Primetime on these same channels. And we'll see you guys later on. Appreciate it. Adios.